and we just wanna have a good time. Everybody to the flow, why you frontin'? Get to actin' like you know. We just wanna. Yo, 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 yo. What's happening? What's good? Welcome to another episode of Two Tones. It's your favorite podcast with your favorite host. That's me, Tony Timberlake 3. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And your favorite enigma is here. What's up, ghost? What's good, everybody? Tony Lee, T-O-N-Y-L-W-E underscore. Listen, I hope we're your favorite podcast. If not, let us be coming. Give us a chance. Give us a shot. Thank you for listening. And we're here, man. Tony, what's good, yo? Man, I'm good. You ain't tell everybody where they can follow you at on ghostbooms.com. They know, listen, if you're a regular... <laughs> find me at christianmingo.com uh, nah but seriously find me on twitter I said it T-O-N-Y-L-W underscore like that's twitter um, if you're not living in 2016 that's twitter um, if you listen to the show regularly um, that's definitely twitter and find me uh, in jersey that's it man, I'm chilling man um, you acting like they, they can't find you on uh, mancrushmondays.com nah, man, I ain't nobody <laughs> mancrushmonday yo I ain't well, okay I'm not knowingly anyone's Man Crush Monday. If I'm your Man Crush Monday, your MCM, throw it on the timeline today, and we'll see about that. Maybe I can entertain that. But um, I don't think I'm anyone's MCM, man. But my WCW, man, shout out to her. I don't think she's listening, though. Um, She has no time for me. Um, She's like, man, I ain't gonna, no one would never know who she is either. No one knows her. No one I know knows her either. So it's kind of perfect. Um, But if you listen in, I love you and take me back. Um, so yeah, man. Let's get, let's get this started. A little yeah. similar moment. Um, but yeah, man, Tony. So I want to get this started, man. I want to talk about this amazing performance on Jimmy Fallon um, by no one other than Cornrow Kenny, aka Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, he performed Untitled Two. He performed the first Untitled on the Colbert Report, I think. Yep, the Colbert um, Report over on uh, Colbert, Comedy yeah, Central before he moved over to Late Nights on the network. Right, right, right. Yeah, and this Untitled number 2 was done on Fallon. Um, it was amazing, instrumentation, and the great thing about it is Kendrick played with his own band, right? He yeah. uh, kicked the roots off and <laughs> played with his own own band. Um, it says Untitled, but it was an overwhelming theme about uh, blue faces and looking sad. And it was a very, very good performance, and at the end, it was very charismatic and very, like, like you know what Kendrick does at the end of songs, get all riled up and up-tempo. Um, it was an amazing performance. So what do you think about it? Man, um, I just really dug the energy that he brought to the stage with him. Like uh-huh. that energy was crazy. Energy yeah, that, was that crazy. Show... He was he was rapping. Like, well, oh, of course it's Kendrick. He was rapping. We we know this, but yeah, man, just it was crazy. Yeah, man, he picked up a couple of pounds too. Cornrow yeah, Kenny. Yeah, yeah, you know Cornrow I mean? Kenny looking almost like Cartman now, man. Cartman. <laughs> he, he's eating pretty good, though. I mean, but yeah, Cornrow Kenny is the best rap in the game. I don't want anyone. He's like, it's it's pretty much like at this point, he's distanced himself from everyone else. I and mean, I've said that for a while. But I mean, uh, he's not the biggest, but he's the best. And mm-hmm. if we could differ- differentiate between the two, then you get what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, man, that was a dope performance of Kendrick. Um, so yeah, man, somebody else dropped something this week, yeah, this past man. week. Um, um, it's your favorite soul yeah, sampler, Kanye. Um, Kanye West dropped. Um, well, first it leaked out, and he wasn't happy with the original leak, so he asked everybody to take it down, um, mm-hmm. so they could get the proper leak and put that one up. He talked about some uh, distortion in the loop, the internal loop. Um, Kanye West dropped out, dropped a song, well, actually two, a song and a snippet connected to one another. Real friends and no more parties in L.A. How did you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Um, I think real friends is a good song. Um, it's not a great amazing phenomenal song but it's it's good and it's mm-hmm. not bad either um i think 
what it was, though? I think we fell in love more so with the thought of Kanye dropping something that's reminiscent of his old sound. Mm-hmm. I think people were more so, you know, captivated by that rather than the song itself. Like, oh, this is Vetch's Kanye. He's back. Because facts dropped and no one... It was a horrible song, number one. But number two, it wasn't his usual sound, right? Mm-hmm. But when this dropped, I think people were more so excited to hear something reminiscent of that old graduation, late registration sound, mm-hmm. you know, rather than the point, it's a good song. But it is a good song. It isn't great or, like, phenomenal, but it's a good song. I love the message behind it. Um, I think it was hilarious about his cousin stealing his laptop and, <laughs> you know, that he used to FBs on and had to pay 250000 <laughs> to get it back. But um, yeah. it was dope. And No More Parties in L.A. was a really... I love that record. That's that's hard. The mm-hmm. beat, Kendrick. I can tell it's a bit dated. Maybe two years. I think it's two years. Two years old. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it was cool. I don't think it was bad at all. Um, I don't think it was phenomenal. But as yeah, I said, I people think, fell off the other I day. think it would be a solid album track from like 05 to 08 Kanye. Yeah. It'd be like a nice, like I would take that over like Drunken Hot Girls from Graduation. Right. Um, yeah, it's not a it's not a bad record, but it's not like nothing like yeah, yo. It's not back. Like, it's not one of those. It's not a quintessential Kanye single. Yeah, um, but, but it's definitely not facts either, which is great. Amazing. That's that's an amazing thing. Um, he's <laughs> dropping every Friday now, so oh, I mean, we'll see. Good Friday. He's dropping back. every Friday. Yeah, Fridays are back. So we'll see, man. People, it's kind of funny. He every time Kendrick does something, he does something. I don't know what that is. Mm. Um, it's kind of. She picked up that pattern, like when Kanye, when Kendrick does something, Kanye does something. Think about it. Look at the follow the pattern. I'm like, hold up, Kanye. Like, I don't know, <laughs> but um, but yeah, man, that that was definitely dope to see. Um, Kanye, quote unquote, is back to some people. To some people, it's like, ah, that was like a mid album throwaway from Wolfile. He's not back. Some people had that uh, thought to say about it, but either way, man, it was cool. We'll see what Kanye has in store, man. So yeah, man, definitely. Um, it's funny I'm killing though. Killing this Canada Drive, by the way. Look ahead. Wait, say that again? I said I'm killing this Canada Drive, by the way. That's all this uh, directing the hair in the air. But go ahead. Mm-hmm. It was funny because um, I had seen a little snippet from the Brilliant Idiots, and they were talking about um, who he shouted out on the Facts record. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> yo, he shouted out James Harden and Nick Young. Like, yeah. he slandered Nike for having LeBron and Drake and um, DJ Clark Kent, right? Or Doncey, one mm-hmm. or two. And then he was like, shout out to James Harden, shout out to Nick Young. Like, yeah. Yeah, if Nike didn't have Drizzy, they wouldn't have nothing, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. Gave a broad a milli to run away. Well, yeah. That was a nice line. But the song wasn't him. The song was just whack. Like, yeah. it's, it's jump, it's jump, man. Like, it's a horrible rendition of uh, Jump Man. It's, it's not good. And I think Kanye knows it's not good, but he <laughs> likes to do what he wants to do. And that's when, that's, Yeezus is a perfect product. Of that, and we know how Yeezus sounded, so it's like, come on, man. Like, yeah. but Kanye, we'll see, man. I don't know, I, I'm not gonna say he's done, he's not done out here, but we'll see. We see how Switch sounds because, huh. all right, let's switch gears, let's get on this sports talk. Let's talk about these NFL playoffs. Yeah. Wild card weekend just passed, um, and mm-hmm. all the home teams lost. How rare Horrible. is that? Um, horrible. What, which game do you want to start off with? Let's start off. Uh, Houston, the Chiefs get out the way. Houston got the smallest. Okay, he's so trash. The Chiefs washed them up, folded them. Yeah, thirty up, man. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. That's the Texans need more. They'll, I'm not gonna say they'll be back next year because I don't think they will be back in playoffs next year. So 
that was that. The Chiefs, Alex Smith, like I said, consistency, man. I rock with them. They're not going to beat their next opponent. Um, <laughs> but they had a they had a good little game run. The Chiefs so we'll got see, the man. Patriots, right? Yeah, and uh, the Broncos have the. Uh, Broncos I don't got know, Pittsburgh. man. I don't know. You know what? The Patriots are banged up. Yeah, the Patriots, the Patriots are banged up. Patriots are a little banged up. They are and banged up. The defense up. ain't as stout as it has has been historically. Um, we'll see what Belichick pulls together for Andy Reid's offense, but uh, I wouldn't count Man. out the Chiefs. Chiefs got some weapons. They got a quarterback that doesn't really make mistakes. You have to actually force him. Huh? But they're facing Brady. You're facing a GOAT. Like, they are, but, you know, I, I wouldn't Brady's been never bet against Brady. Brady's been beaten yeah. before. Uh, he's not invincible. And, and that only kryptonite is the Giants, but the Giants aren't playing them right now. So... Eli Manning is his kryptonite in the playoffs. <laughs> and so, they're not facing Eli Manning. Eli Manning. So, either way, man, I, they're not losing to the Chiefs. Tom Brady ain't losing to the Chiefs. Not losing the next, he might lose to the next opponent, but he's not losing to the Chiefs, man. So, okay, we'll that, see. That, yeah, that was that game. Um, next game, let's talk about the next one. Washington and... Uh, Washington who? and uh, Green Bay. Green Bay washed yeah. them up, too. Um, you like that. You Kirk like Cousins that. likes that. Uh, yeah, he definitely likes that. Nah, he, yeah, he don't um, like that. He got washed. Um, man, R- looks like RG3 is on his way out for sure. Yeah, he's somewhere, man. He's carrying that box out looking hella sad. I'm like, dad, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yo, did you see the I'm note? Like, you see he left a note in his locker? Yeah. That was something hilarious. like the jo- Yeah, he left something there. Um, I think like a headshot. I'm not the one wants to see that. But <laughs> he left that in his locker, and that was, and that was it. Um. But Washington lost. Uh, NFC East is trash. Um, well, yeah, is we like, knew that. N- yeah, and that's all Washington lost. They're not as good anyway. Everybody say Washington's going to win, though. Coming in, hella people. No, a lot of people coming in were saying, I got Washington. I got Washington. Even the uh, commentators picked it on <laughs> NFL Live. But, and, and Rodgers was kind of like cold also, like in the beginning. But that boy warmed up, man. And mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, the, Green Bay took that game. Next let's, game. Uh, let's Pist- talk about the Steelers Bengals first. Yeah, yeah. The um, Saturday night game. Um, that catch by Marcus Wheaton was super dope. Yeah, that was uh, amazing. Mar- that wasn't uh, Marcus Wheaton. My bad. Martavius Bryant on that catch. My bad. Yeah, the that, that was an amazing catch, man. Yeah, that was dope. Um, Big Ben got yeah. hurt. Antonio Brown got hurt, and they got Denver up next. So we'll see yeah, it was how a, they can recover rest. before this game. Um, and we'll see what Denver does. Does Peyton Manning play, or do they stick with Osweiler? We'll see. Yeah, man, that was a wrestling match out there. That was embarrassing on Cincinnati's part. But Pittsburgh, their coach is coming out on field and grabbing dreads. And it was everybody was doing their own part. They swinging dreads. <laughs> White man grabbed old boy dreads and they started going at it and the coach came on the field and you know what I mean, but Cincinnati was just like doing the most, man. And they had it until that fumble. They actually thought they won. When they recovered that I guess it was fourth down, they ran always in the locker room trying to be funny. But mm-hmm. then old boy fumbled. <laughs> you had to feel embarrassing. Um it was embarrassing on all ends though, man. Cincinnati was just like unsportsmanlike and it was crazy, man. Um the hit on Antonio Brown. It, it was pretty uh yeah, it was pretty uh, embarrassing. So, I hate that Pittsburgh won. Again, I want them to lose so <laughs> bad. I, I'm still waiting for them to lose, but um, they have Denver. And, uh, man, like it ain't their fault man. y'all couldn't handle y'all business against Buffalo. Uh, like we said, next game. Um, this game speaks right. for itself. The last game was Seattle and Washington, and 
man, why does I don't I won't say why. I'll just say notice that every every break, every unusual break that happens in a Seattle game is usually in their favor. Yeah. Like we can look at um the touchdown interception disputed call a couple of seasons ago against Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Last year's was at the NFC Championship when Green Bay was up like two or three touchdowns with like three minutes left and blew it on the uh yeah, be a lucky kick. Match. Yeah. We can even go back. Yeah. Romo started this fumbling that uh extra point snap. Way yeah, back. man, Seattle be God be looking out for Russell, man. God be looking out for Russell, definitely. Yeah, man. Um, future somewhere crying like he's waiting for Russell to lose. Uh, <laughs> future recording the next record now. He had a record call like something related to that alleged loss, but it didn't happen. So he's waiting, man. He's waiting this downfall. Um, so let's let's talk about this upcoming weekend. Which which games, one from each side, NFC, AFC. Which are the two games that you're most most interested in? The most interesting game to me is going to be Carolina and Seattle. That game mm-hmm. is going to be amazing. I have Cam, but I really can't call it, honestly. But I want Carolina to win. As I said, I have Carolina winning the whole thing because my Jets are out. Um, we've never been in, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I have Carolina winning that game. That should be amazing. And the second one, um, I'll say Arizona and Green Bay. I'll stick with NFC because the AFC games won't be too exciting to me, honestly. Um, okay. Patriots and the Chiefs and, you know, Pittsburgh and Denver, like it's not going to be Arizona, Green Bay, Carolina, Seattle, NFC going to be crazy this weekend. So, what about you, man? I'm going with Seattle with Carolina. Excuse me. Um, I got Seattle going all the way, so I got them beating Carolina. But I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout between Russell and uh, Cam. I think they're going to go mm-hmm. blow for blow. Like one's going to throw a touchdown, the next one's going to come on the field and try to outdo him. I think it's going to go that way. Um, yeah, they're gonna be in Carolina, right? Yeah, they're gonna be in Carolina. Yes. Yeah. So the weather should be a complete opposite of this past weekend. Yeah, it should be a little warmer than negative six degrees, like it was in Minnesota. Yeah. It was crazy over there, man. Yeah. Um, and then in the AFC, I'm really intrigued with this Kansas City Patriots game. Um, I just Kansas City seems to plug people in whenever. They've lost like three running backs this year, and they always just bring another mm-hmm. one in, and he gets the job done. And right now they platoon in two of them, and I'm just I'm just interested to see um, what Andy Reid puts together. Um, me being a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I miss Andy Reid now. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you know. y'all, man, I don't know what's going on over there. They interviewing Tom Coughlin, I heard, but um, eh. we'll see, man. But yeah, and though, what? Eh. Way better than Chip Kelly. Yeah, um, definitely. Everything's better than Chip Kelly, and I could coach better than Chip Kelly. But yeah, and we'll we'll see what Andy Reid will do. Hopefully, I don't want to. Only reason why I don't want the Chiefs to win. Another reason is because I don't want to see him dabbing. Like, and you see when he dabbed in the locker room, I'm like, bro, get your. You ain't see that clip of Andy Reid dabbing? No, hold up. <laughs> Andy Reid. <laughs> Yo, Andy Reid trying to play Carolina in the Super Bowl so he could dab for real. He dabbed in the locker room after the Chiefs beat somebody in the regular season. Um, it was crazy, you know, and it was awkward. You know, white people dabs are a bit awkward. Like Hillary Clinton, she just dabbed, Yo, and it's like big it's dab. so forced. Yo, that's Andy's new name, Big Dab. Stop, stop, um, <laughs> <laughs> stop. Well, nah, it, it's yeah, that's what happened, man. So that should be interesting. That shall be interesting. Definitely. Um, yeah, man. So, all right. Well, you wait. You, who'd you tone it down today? 
Well, I mean, Tone It Down is pretty much self-explanatory. I don't think we have to do it today. Tone It Down goes to all NFL home teams <laughs> because every home team lost this weekend. Houston, Minnesota, Washington. I'm trying to think of it. <laughs> Cincinnati. They all lost, man. So Tone It Down goes to them. It goes to the Minnesota's kicker. It goes to the Bengals uh, players and defense. It goes to Houston team and organization and staff. And it just goes to everybody else, man. It's just self-explanatory. It goes to Kirk Cousins, him alone. You like that. Like, I don't even have to tone it down this weekend. It's pretty much self-explanatory. Just put Jordan crying face memes and all the losing home teams and pretty much that, man. I don't have to tone anything down. So. What was your favorite Vikings Jordan cry face meme? Yo, the kicker. we The ball. They put the, <laughs> my nigga, they put the Jordan crying face meme as the ball before he kicked it. That was the best one. I'm sorry. Nigga, yeah. I fell up my bed. Bro. Yeah, that was a really good one. That was a really good what one. A, what about you? I think my favorite one was the Asian Peterson joint. I didn't see that one. You ain't see that one? They put the Jordan crying face on him after, you know, the, like the scene after he fumbled the football and he was looking up at the Jumbotron? Oh, yeah, I seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. Oh, yeah, man. you know what, you know what? I wish they would stop. I hate the Steve Harvey memes. Like it's getting old. Like it's stopping. Yeah, like, like it's not think, funny. I no think more. that one's not funny because it was, it was like a, a mistake that he owned up to immediately. It wasn't like there was it was unresolved. Yeah, like people like, hey, I'm got your Powerball numbers. Speaking of Powerball, listen, we still playing. I did play. If you listening, listen, church or not, listen, I played. Um, I lost. <laughs> We all lost, and some of you church folk, y'all played. Some of y'all regular people, y'all paid. <laughs> we all played. I said paid. We all played, man, So and we all lost, allegedly. So look forward to next week. Um, I'm praying about my numbers. So <laughs> listen, man, Like <laughs> speaking of that Powerball, um, we all lost, man, so we're trying to get it in, and hopefully next week I'll win it, you know, if God tell me to play next week. He, so, But yeah, man, speaking of that Powerball, so. Word. So let's get, let's get to the main topic of this week. Um, we're going <laughs> to talk about the discography of um, an artist who for a long time was the face of Christian hip-hop and probably long still is. Time. Probably still Debatable. is, honestly. Debatable. As Debatable. much as he may not want to be, he kind of still is. Um, okay. He's the, he's definitely the face of what's most covered in Christian hip-hop journalism. Um, mm-hmm. And we're talking about none other than the Reach Records co-founder and... Uh, the LL Cool J of Reach Records, and that is Lecrae. Yes, Crayola. What well, LL was the Def Jam, Cray is the Reach. Um, Crayola. <laughs> where, um, so we're going to talk about his entire discography. Um, we're going to start from his first album, work all the way up to his most recent release, which was Anomaly. Um, and just discuss what we liked and what we didn't like from each of these albums. So let's start off with his debut album, Real Talk. Um... How'd you, mm. how you? What'd you think about it? To be honest, I came. Well, actually, first, my bad. Hold on, forgot to ask that. When were you introduced to Lecrae? At what point in his yeah. timeline were you introduced to him? Right, I was gonna say that I was introduced around Jesus music. Um, after the music stops. Okay. So, like, not the album, but rather the single Jesus music. So, mm-hmm. Rebel was the first time I really got a, a real grasp of who he was as an artist. But um, I heard some songs off the prior album, so we can definitely discuss that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was around 2006. It was 2006, 2007. I became, you know, a listener of Rich Records, Lecrae, Truth, all that, you know, little circle. So, what mm-hmm. about you? Okay, I got introduced in the summer of 2008 to Lecrae. Um, 
Well, actually, I probably was introduced a little earlier um, from his feature on the Truce album, but I didn't really pay the no, no attention. Um, mm-hmm. So when I first like actually bought a CD was the summer of 2008, um, and I just bought a whole bunch of Christian hip hop because I was just feeling that kind of way, and I ended up buying. G Craig didn't scare you into buying all that, or nah? That G Craig like your... ain't scared me into buying this. Um, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. he almost did, but not this time. <laughs> um, so I ended up buying all of the Christian hip-hop that I could find in a local Christian bookstore. I ended up with mm-hmm. um, Real Talk from Lecrae, After the Music Stops from Lecrae. Um, what else did I end up with? I think I had Trips 2020 album, mm-hmm. which is classic a gem. album. That's a classic and a gem. Amazing. Um, that album is... Pff, I think album. I had Trips' first album in that batch, JR's <laughs> album, Life by Stereo, which is slept on. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I got a whole bunch of um, Christian hip-hop from... The CMR branch. Um, right. A lot of people may not know that um, Lecrae's first, I think his first two albums were released uh, in partnership with Cross Movement Records. Um, yeah, him, all the heavy hitters, him, True Flame, JR, they yeah. all started there. Like R. Swift, everybody. Like so, yeah. there. This is the a little bit of the fruit from the Cross Movement tree, um, and so I was introduced. Um, but I didn't even really listen to those two albums in particular. I got stuck on 2020 that summer and mm-hmm. the end of that summer, um, like September after that summer was over, rebel came out. So I got rebel just off the strength of, I had seen this dude's name and I, I liked what he sounded like on 2020 on his feature on 2020 for, uh, who he is. So I copped the album, uh, rehab, I mean, not rehab rebel, <laughs> my bad jumping ahead. And I listened to that, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go back and listen to these other joints." So, okay, my introduction was my introduction point on an album level was Rebel, but I had heard him a couple of times before on other projects. Yeah, likewise, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. So let's start from the initial album, then we'll go up. Um, so, real talk, man. What are your thoughts on that? The album. This is introduction. Houston native. He's from Houston, right? Um, Yes, hails from Houston. Spent some time, spent some time in San Diego and Denver, um, throughout Memphis, his everywhere. Adolescence. Atlanta, yeah. yeah, Nashville, Atlanta, everywhere. He's been everywhere. Um, yeah. So yeah, with this album, um, honestly, this joint just brought back a lot of memories from when I first like fell in love with Christian hip hop. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. both of these first two albums just. Um, in retrospect, the music is not as good as I perceived it to be when I first got it, but mm-hmm. what it meant to me in that time, um, it's just been a lot of nostalgia for me listening back to these records. Right, right. Um, but, you know, in comparison to his later records, the stuff that he's doing, that he's done more recently and is doing right now, um, these records don't compare in sound quality, they don't compare in lyricism, um, but the the message is a lot more blatant in these earlier projects. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real talk was, was, you know, I didn't really listen much, but I went through it, you know, for the discography to talk about the catalog. It was some, it was cool. You know, you can tell this is fresh start. Um, mm-hmm. It was overtly, overtly Jesus, Jesus, every line, <laughs> Yeah. you know, aliens, misfits, you know, that whole era. Um, Yo, honestly, then, like, the album starts out, I'm sold out, seeking God's face till I'm fold out. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was really on one, you know. So, um, yeah, Real Talk was cool. That was his first initial album. Isn't the best album, as you said. You know, mm-hmm. a couple of, and maybe a cult favorite from this one is um, 
Is it Take Me As I Am? Yeah. I think take, that's how did you... Yo, when I first heard that joint, I just thought like, yo, this is... All right, so first, when I first heard it years ago, I was like, yo, like this kind of sound like some Tupac influence on here. Right. In right, terms of like how his, his vocal cadence is. Um, and when I mm-hmm. listened to it recently, like this past week, preparing for this show, I realized that the first line he said is 5.46 in the morning. And I'm like, yo, hold on. There's some Biggie influence too. I <laughs> yo, how did I not catch that? But Oh, no. nah. A lot of secular rap rip-offs is done, you know, around CJ's <laughs> that time. And it still happens. We're going to talk about that as we go to these albums. True. It's a lot of secular, you know, I won't say influence, just straight rips. Like, whoa. <laughs> like, but, um, Real Talk, yeah, Real Talk was cool. Take Me As I Am was a stand, standout track from this album. Um, they had Elias with Tadashi. Um, so pretty much that was that, man. Um, so after the music stops, though, oh, the album. Dang, we jumping that quick? Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, what else you want to say about Real Talk? Because we. I mean, I was going to mention Wait only because he kind of alludes to it later on. Um, this is the first crack that he takes at, like, a record aimed towards women, but this one isn't what he does right. later on. Like, later on, he's doing more of the, you know, I love my wife like the the quintessential chick records that you hear in Christian hip hop mm-hmm. now, um, which we can give credit to show Baraka for really leading the charge on that one with We Can Be More. Um, yeah, that record is fine. Yeah. This one, Wait, is more like a, an admonition to the sisters in Christ to wait and be faithful to God and wait on him um, and not, you know, just fall for the okie doke with any old dude. Um, right. So, yeah, let's jump on to After the Music Stops. Um, yeah, real talk. Yeah, Real Talk wasn't as great, but it was his first album. You know, he had a standout track, so put his name on the map. So, After the Music Stops. Yes. Yeah. Um, after the Music Stops. When I tell you, um, the start to this album, just straight nostalgia trip for me, man. Mm-hmm. Um, after the Music Stops gets me so hyped. Because there's a sample um, in this song. Well, there's a sample in another song from lines in this song um, from Why mm-hmm. I Do on the Truth's uh Open yeah. book album that when yeah, I heard it on open album. book, I thought he was sampling like Jeezy or somebody. I'm like, hold up, like, we, yeah, I did too. How you how you sampling Jeezy? And so then I heard this after the fact, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's where it came from. Cool, um, but you know, just very like this is, um, I think this is where Anthem King Lecrae is uh, really starts to come out. Um, mm-hmm. The Christian hip hop Anthem King. You got the After the Music Stops. You got your um, Send Me, I'll Go. You got your Jesus Music. Jesus Music, yeah. You got, um, is that it on this one? I think that was it on this one for like the anthems like that. Like that. Yeah, that was it. The King yeah. was a was an anthem on the low, but didn't, didn't catch on like the other ones did. But like, you know. No, we're in there. Just the joints where, you know, you go to a Christian hip-hop concert and see Lecrae and he's performing these records. These was the joints, mm-hmm. like, and even Fanatics, which was on the One One Six uh, compilation album, was another one of those like. joints. Yeah. yeah, but that was another one. What Fanatics? You didn't like Fanatics? I don't like that album. I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those but that was yeah. one of them joints, like where he was right. crafting anthems for like these concerts, and um, mm-hmm. you know, this is a theme that you see through um, Reach Records as a whole and through Lecrae's discography for a while is a lot of um, anthems built more for concerts. 
So like built like hooks built for call and response in a concert as opposed to hooks built for being repetitive or stuck in your mind just as a listener. Yeah, man, it, it definitely stands out. Um, as you said, my initial like I said, introduction that was Jesus Music, and that's on this album. Um, with Jr. I, well, I remember the video, them riding like you know, them mm-hmm. big Chevys and everything. You know, with Jr. and Trip and everything in the car. Well, yeah, Trip had a verse up here. Um, Jesus Music was dope. Um, when I first was introduced to it, "Praying for You" is probably my favorite record from this album, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the sample and "Praying for You." That can't dry got me stuck. <clears throat> I love the sample and "Praying for You." Um, and also you see a lot of. Features up here that you start to see later on in his career, and even in CHH, the Flames, the Diamond, the Cam, Tadashi, like you start to see him, Jr. You start to see him on a lot of Reach records. You know, Jr. was just used all over the label. Like he's just like every hook, every that's all he had back then. Jr. <laughs> JR was is every the hook, hook killer. Jr. is the yeah, first like, CHH hook killer. <laughs> yeah, but this is an introduction, man. I remember seeing this in Christian bookstores when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I'm saying younger, like I was little. When I was like 18, whatever, 17. I'm seeing him, oh, who is this dude Lecrae? Like, who is this guy? Red tape of his face, you know. Album cover is pretty, you know, blunt. So it was cool, man. This album kind of got him out there. Kind mm-hmm. of got him out there. It wasn't out there yet. But Jesus Music put him there. Like, all right, who is this dude? Like, yeah. you know, he got his welcome to those uh, CCM festivals with Jesus Music. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the start of festivals and him coming out. But <laughs> Praying For You was a dope video. True. And I love, I love I'm Praying For You. At the end, he was talking about himself. Yeah. The whole song I was listening, in the end, the guy he was talking to God about was really himself. Like mm-hmm. that was a dope concept to me. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this dude is nice back then. So, so yeah, man. After the music stops, real talk. Yo, I do so, want to point out that "Praying for You" and then "Death Story" on this album are examples of him using storytelling ability, which is pretty, pretty cool, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, El Shaddai with Cam, unashamed mm-hmm. Tadashi. Tadashi features way better early in his career. I don't know what's going on now, but yeah, yeah. Tadashi <laughs> Identity Crisis I think it stopped there That was a good album But um, Yeah I don't know what's going on now um, But yeah man Yo, <laughs> What's, your, what's your favorite Tadashi feature verse? Feature Um Maybe it's on Um What song is that? I think the Man Up Um Compilation Compilation Uh What song is that? A Bow Down Authority Authority I think Probably Authority yeah, what about you? My favorite one, I think, is from Show's first album, um, Maranatha. Yeah, I know that one, yeah. Or you ain't yeah, heard that I'm, one? All right, you got to check it. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, oh, I heard okay. it, but I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, like I said, a lot of early Reach stuff for me was like, because I was a heavy hip-hop mainstream fan then. You know, I'm coming off M, Jay-Z, you know, all that, so I'm hearing them. They're not talent-wise as good. Well, production-wise, should I say, right? Everything isn't up to par, but what they're saying hit me more, so the content grabbed me more, right? Mm-hmm. That's what attracted me more when it came to Cray, Truth, and People. Not Flame. I don't like Flame at all. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Flame is, ugh. But when it came to Cray, Truth, and People of the Sort, Trip Lee, it's like, all right, I may not rock with a production-wise, but the content is here, so that's what grabbed me, gravitated me towards them mm-hmm. as a young teen. Um, Definitely. But yeah, man. But yeah, man, it, After the Music Stops was a pretty, you know, decent follow-up from Real Talk. Pretty decent follow-up. Yeah. Three uh, big songs from here, man. Definitely, uh, one is definitely a step up. Yeah, in, yeah, definitely a step up. And production and and lyricism from Real Talk. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, so let's jump into this album. Um, Rebel. This is the album that is, in many people's eyes, is his best work. 
Um, and in many people's eyes, they wish he would go back to this. Um, yeah. <laughs> he even did a go song about it. Go back to the old cray. Oh, man. <laughs> Who that dude that wrote that this record? Jock? The, the, the kid, kid Jock? Yeah. Come on. Then he got on stage and apologized later. I just want to say, man, I'm sorry. Like, you plant all this on me. Like, stop it. But, um... But <laughs> he wrote a dislike of the crate. Like, and other dude from across... Like, niggas be wilding out here. I'm like, y'all gotta chill, man. Look, like, I don't know. All right, let's get to this. Back to this album. Um, I... I yo. I can't breathe. <laughs> for real, like, come on. What you talking about? Like, nah, but, um... I think Rebel is his first, if not only, classic piece of work, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think Rebel is classic. Um, it definitely this is. has the this I'll has the say, most. Po- I say it's a Christian hip hop classic. Yeah. I mean, what else are we talking about here? I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's in a Christian hip hop community. This is definitely a classic, like hands down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like this. This. Hold on, one, two, three. Yeah, this album has the most cult classics from his career period. The Go Hards, the Don't Don't Waste Your Lives, you know, identity. the Desperate, the Fall yeah. Back, Identity, I'm a Saint. Like, Live these free. are the cult classics. Yeah, as much as he doesn't, as much as he likes to shy away from the, these songs, like interviews, like Go Hard is probably, cult classic-wise, his biggest song. Like, in CHH community. Like, yeah. that anthem. Yeah. When he plays this live... Yeah. It's like a different atmosphere. Like it's way different than that new stuff he be doing now. But yeah. um, so let's get into this album, man. Let's talk about uh, Rebel, man. Okay. So, um, do you want to start with the intro or with "Don't Waste Your Life"? Let's check in. We could start the intro. This is check in. Or is that no? No, this ain't check in. This is just the Rebel I'm, intro. Gosh, yeah, yeah, it is. Gosh, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. G Styles produced the intro, man. Huh? Well, G Styles produced the intro. Oh, okay. Word. Gauzy. Yeah. Gauzy. Yeah, you know, yeah, Gauzy. yeah. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. You did have me Gauzy, thrown for a second. I yeah, was like, had... I was like, yeah, no. And I was like, oh, yeah, he did. You say out of name. You're right. Yeah, Gauzy actually produced a lot of tracks. Well, not a lot. About three or four tracks, including Identity. Um, He met Lecrae at a show. He gave him a CD with his email on it, something like that. Then, till this day, he stayed in contact with him. He started working with Trip and people of the sort. And then now, he signed to reach as a uh, producer. So, Gawley mm-hmm. was young. He was G Styles at the time, working with Raymond Soul, which they had a dope project back then. But they was working with Raymond Soul at the time. So that's mm-hmm. why he got a couple. Pre- he got a couple tracks and placements up here. He was he was my favorite producer back then. Also, like it was that fresh, new, contemporary, mainstream sound he was bringing to CHH. So he was a big step in moving forward. Of course, with the JRs and everything, but you know what I mean. Word. Um, so, so the intro, um, the intro was cool. It was, it was all right, cool. yeah. but I, I just, <laughs> I'm just hype about this next song. Don't waste your life, man. Man, this is his top five N- named biggest songs. after the book by uh, Pastor John Piper. Um, man, Dwayne Triumph washed great all over. His yeah, he, he washed him from London to to US <laughs> to Yo. Houston to Memphis to ATL and. He watched yeah, it. Dwayne Triumph like, watched Craig. Like, I don't know what happened to Dwayne Triumph. Last thing I heard, he was trying to learn Chinese somewhere. But, like, he's really... <laughs> not real talk. He's learning Cantonese or something. Yeah, but he was. I think he that finished seven, it. Seven, that 777 seven, seven intro video bruh, that he dropped? Bro. Bro. Dwayne Triumph was really dope. That it was nice. Like, his yeah. album... Shout out yeah, to Dwayne but, Triumph. Um, we need to hear something. What's, what's good with you? What's happening? Please, man. That that dude was nice. But um he watched Cray up here. Cray had a dope verse though. Um yeah, I love the whole 
Paul said if Christ ain't resurrected, we wasted our lives. You know, all that. And so he has a lot of quotables. This is this album's where he slowly but surely starts to become the face of CHH. This album. Because yeah. at the time, it was him and Truth. Truth was the face, period. Right? Yeah. At this time, Truth was the face. And they had that little cheesy commercial. Buy open book, no buy rebel. Remember that little commercial? I'm like, stop. <laughs> like they had a commercial they both was in telling them to buy each other's album. YouTube, not commercial commercial. Wait, no, 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 no. That was Ambassador. That oh, that was Ambassador. <laughs> oh, thank well, thank God, because I wouldn't have bought an Ambassador album. That album was not um the Chop Chop, right? Yeah. Oh God. Um <laughs> but either way <laughs> God. Either way, truth <laughs> Truth was the face of CHH at this time. I mm-hmm. Truth was my favorite rapper at the time. He's not my favorite rapper now. By any means he's not. The uh, truth had bag. the Kirk Franklin co sign at this time. Yeah, he was rapping on TBN, the yeah. Blasphemy Network. Man, like, when he, he did was the Resurrection one. on TBN, fam. Yo. He did The Portrait. Yeah. He did Legacy, oh, Cassie, man. and Rachel. Yo. We got to do yeah, a we truth record. We got to do a truth record. We got to go over Truth's discography. We got to. We got to. We got to. No, we got it. We're going to definitely do that. But, um, yeah, Truth was the face at this time in CHH, right? And Lecrae would slowly but surely start to become the face. Um, And Don't Waste Your Life. And this is the thing. Cray was more bigger with the white crowd. You know, just going to be blunt with it. And Truth necessarily was more bigger with the, you know, urban gospel crowd. Mm-hmm. And Cray was more bigger with the, not just the urban gospel, even with that crowd over there. The, the reform crowd, should I say, quote unquote. Um, And the Cray, you know, he... he after this album, he was out of here, man. Like he was out of here. Like, what, what about this album? Do you think did it for him? Because I, I have a theory. I think that this well, album for him, the production on this album was just so much better than Christian hip hop as a whole. For the most, well, not as a whole, but for the most part, right? Like right, he had part. the freshest sound in production, and he definitely had better production than what the Truth was working with at the time. Yeah, it was that, but I think the don't don't waste your life and the connection with Piper, the whole reform theology connection. He started mm-hmm. with Christian hip hop. He didn't start it, obviously, but you know that that whole reform. He was one of the first to push it on a mainstream level, like not mainstream, but you know CHH mainstream. Mm-hmm. Gotta keep making quotations here, but <laughs> he was the first to push that and to go hard. I think don't waste your life and go hard. Those two singles, they sent him out of here. Like he was he was out of here from there. Um, Cause go hard to this day is his biggest song. Like, all I need is use his biggest mainstream song because it's a hot 97, you know. That's what the yeah. world, mainstream people know him from. But Go Hard is his biggest, like, undoubtedly his biggest song when it comes to CHH. Like, mm-hmm. you play that in the show, then niggas gonna get wild in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. I, that's what I think it is. Why? No, I was just asking. I, I think my thought was the production aspect of it was okay. what pushed him over the top, over and past the truth. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, Dwayne tried to watch them on Don't Waste Your Life, but he had a good verse. Tadashi, this may be my favorite Tadashi verse, actually, on Go Hard. Um, mm. That was a hard, hard song. Um, Identity, did Truth watch him? I think so. I nah, you just saying that because Truth is a man. Nah, nah man. Nah. Truth, I, nah think Truth, yeah, I think Truth are. had a better verse. Bar for bar, I think Debatable. Truth had a better verse. Debatable. Well, Truth was better back then anyway. Truth was... Truth was better than Lecrae lyrically. Truth is better this than Lecrae is, lyrically. This is when Truth like, started, like, Truth started, like, just, all right, I'm going to just flow different. Like, I ain't even going really rap hard right now. Like, I'm just going, I'm, like, I'm on my artistic swag on, on yeah, the Christian hip-hop up. level. 
And that's when his career went downhill. Um, oh, <laughs> and that's man. when he started to mix bag. And mix uh, oh, <laughs> with Ronson dude. bag. But um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Nah, that that's when he went downhill. Like, that was a while later. Come on, man. Yeah, a while later because the whole truth is his best project. Yeah. So it was a while later. The whole truth was still good. But truth was like the best back then. Lyrically, you couldn't tell me Lecrae is better than truth. Like, even now, like, you yeah. go back to some of the truth old stuff and compared to Lecrae's new stuff. Like, truth is. Yeah. Like, uh, right, come on. Like, truth you know what I mean? Got bars. Um, bars, bruh. Like, classic lines. Um, But yeah, identity, JR and Hook. You know, Courtney yeah. Orlando. Courtney Orlando. Uh, killing it, as usual. Um, And dwelling sin, man. Yo. When I tell you, when I first heard this joint, I swore, like, because I wasn't really looking at, like, the album titles or whatever. I just put the CD in and played it. I actually mm-hmm. bought this CD physically. I still have it at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm listening. I'm like, yo, why fam sound like T.I. on the other side? <laughs> why, why, why does Sin Cray sound like T.I.? Told you. That's What's what good, fam? It's me again. The one you used to call your friend. Like... <laughs> I'm like, bro, T.I., that's Tip versus T.I., definitely. Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? Like, that's what I'm saying. This is this is the area in time when C.H.A. starts to blatantly rip off mainstream. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, I get the whole influence thing, but you're just completely taking this idea. Um, but, I mean. But it worked. Craig did it. Yeah, it worked. It worked. So, I'm not mad at him. Um, that song was cool. One of the be- better songs in the album. There's a couple of songs. That's, this is the best. Well, not best in my opinion but to a lot of people as you said this is his best work mm-hmm. and partly because it was overtly you know jesus jesus this that that's why a lot of people say it a lot of them, and the best Joshua produced Fox. of his overtly jesus 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 albums yeah like a lot of people say that like oh go back to this <coughs> joshua farley <laughs> but uh, everybody <laughs> they say that like <laughs> <laughs> yo i just told what she said Shout out to Joshua Frawley. That's my nigga. No, that's my homie on the timeline. But they say that. Go back to this. Anti-cycler. I'm like, chill. Cray is a better artist now. I get what you're saying. The overtly. Just because he's not overtly saying it every line doesn't mean he's not about it or preaching the same thing, right? People got to learn how to dif- differentiate. Um, but yeah, I, I, Dwellers Sin was cool. You want to talk about Breathing to Death? Truth? Eh. Yeah, these are just, just a, a nice run of songs. The way that they were positioned together, they worked. Yeah, um, Desperate was dope. Um, change. Fall Back, Triple E. Yeah. That was hard. Yeah, live well, yo, free. Live Free, bruh. Yeah. This I ain't feel the song joint. as much. Huh? I ain't feel the song as much. Yeah, I ain't. Really? Yeah, I always skipped it. Wow. All right. Yeah. What about that paper? Got paper was cool. It reminded me a lot of. Uh, Jeezy. I'm like, what is this? But it, it was cool. Apparently, it was like an answer to a Jeezy record from what I've seen. No. <laughs> like, it was the... You got money in your paper. You got... I'm like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, was, it was an answer, apparently. Yeah. Lecrae, if you hear this, let us know. Was that really an answer? Was it an answer for Jeezy? Maybe, maybe not. And Lecrae, if you listen to me, I'm trying to be a roadie, man. I've been trying to be a roadie since 2010 on Yo. Twitter. We we went nah. to your concert in New York a couple years ago, and homie was trying <laughs> chill, to <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Nah, nah, we did go to his concert in Jersey. That was Jersey, man. And why yeah, every right. time the my bad. There's always a Jersey reference every episode because of you. Like I don't mean I don't even say that much. You make me say it. But we was in Jersey. You know what I mean? Jersey. We was man, in the concert. And... You you already said it earlier this episode, and I ain't make you say it. You was like you can follow me on Twitter, and you can find me in Jersey. Don't don't do that. 
Dang, man. I don't know. Wow, man. I don't know how to say that much. Jersey, but, is yeah. just, Jersey is just what you breathe, man. You breathe out into Jersey. Yeah, dirty Jersey. You out here. You heard? <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we was at Lecrae's show, whatever, and Tony tried to sneak in the back of the bus, and he was and taking Tony pictures. Tony was out and... there battling folks. Oh, I was out there battling niggas. I was definitely giving niggas five minutes out there. Like, I was definitely battling people. Um, I beat a couple of people. Louis, shout out to Yag Boss, the guy who got at the war for the deleting his tweets. Um, he was out there with us. Um, he was out there. There were some other people out there. We Lamar Gibbs was out there. Lamar? Lamar was out there? Yeah. Yo, shout out to Lamar, man. My man is Lamar from New York. He was out there. Um, it was a good time, though, man. Um, so, Lecrae, um, to, uh, cut it out real quick. I'm trying to be a roadie, man. So hit me up um, at Tony Lee underscore and get at me. But I'm um, back to this. Got paper. Uh, that was cool. I'm a saint. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. The bride was cool. The bride was cool. Yeah. Yo, shout out to Battle Axe. That joint was kind of hard. Yeah, I lo- that beat was hard, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's one of my favorite what's beats. Going on? Yeah. If, if anyone knows where Battle Axe is, like at, at I thought that the- was Kellis. If it's you like know Kelly. where Battle Axe is or if he's doing some stuff, like send that to the Two Tones uh, Twitter address. At is at the number two, the word two T O N E S. Yeah, let us know what's going on because I haven't I haven't seen him on anything, and this joint was hard. And he had some hard stuff yeah. on that um that Everyday Process album that came out the next year too. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Everyday Process. What happened to them, man? I don't know, fam. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah. to them too. Um, yeah, beautiful feet with Don Toya. It was cool. Yeah. That's cool. Next, yeah. So, like I said, this album, this is where he slowly but surely starts to become the face of CHH. Lecrae is the the guy that separates himself from the rest of the competition. Not competition, but you get what I'm saying. Um, it is what it is, man. He becomes the face, and he's out of here. Don't waste your life. It's big. Go hard is a big hit. Mm-hmm. Two big hits from the album, and now we go to the another, the next album, um, Rehab. Rehab, which is. Undoubtedly, the shift in Lecrae's career um, yeah, towards man. the mainstream audience. Um, yeah. So, yeah. What I'll say is when I first heard this album, um, when I first listened through all the way, I was like, all right, this is cool. I like this. Um, but then as I was listening to these records, I'm like, yo, a lot of these sound like the Christian counterpart to mainstream records. Release date, yeah. um, the beat to it. Wait, is it release date? Yeah, release date. Sounds like No Love from Wayne and M. Wow, it does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, sounded like some New Shalom, not New Shalom High. Sounded like um, all of them West Coast hyphy jerking type songs. Yeah. Um, Gotta Know sounded like Airplanes from B.O.B. Jay Paul sounded like Trey songs on Just Like You. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, man. Um, no, nah, it is. Background it is sounded like Bedrock. It had some sound Yo. effects that were just like Bedrock from Young Yo, Money. I think Background was so overrated as a song, though. Bruh. It's one of his biggest songs. It wasn't it a is. good song to me. Yeah, it's it's not good. I can play the background <laughs> like it's. Featuring, like, featuring C-Light, fam. C-Light, C-Light. Shout out to C-Light, man. Tone it down, C-Light. Um, he definitely was a recipient of Tone It Down. But um, <laughs> Boasting, nah, but Boasting was a really good song up there. Yeah. Boasting was a really dope song, if not one of the best songs. Just Like You is probably his 
Do you think Just Like You was among his biggest songs? I think it is. I think because he one refers them, yeah, to yeah. it constantly. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, it's definitely one. Of his, it's a credible song also. I listened to that today, man. A really good song. Shout out to Jake Paul, man. That's yeah. a really good song. Um, Killer was cool. Divine Intervention, cool. JR killing hooks again. Mm-hmm. Water is wet and JR kills a hook. Used to do it too. Water. KB raps fast and it's okay. The song, the, the beat is horrible. Um, <laughs> New Shalom was hard. Yeah, New Shalom and Forty Deep were yeah, hard. Yeah, did Pro what? Wash him or not? Uh, did Pro Wash him on this one? I think he did. I'm trying to remember Pro's yeah, Pro, verse on this one. Derek Miner used to be spitting, man. He used, he used to be doing his thing, man. Yeah. Um, um, walking on Water, like you said, hard. Walking on Water, the third verse, my favorite Cray verse from this album. Uh, I Love You is dope. Chris Lee. Yeah, that um, used to be Lee, my so ringtone. You know <laughs> yeah, before you were married. I wonder who had it then. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. Shout out to your wife. She listened. Tell me off air, though, because I'm going to definitely put it on Twitter. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, stupid. 40 Deep. Yeah, so overall, this album was good. It's yeah. a good album. And it's better than uh, Rebel, also, to me. It's it's a better album than Rebel. Um, yes, it is. When you talk about Production wise, cohesiveness, mm-hmm. like a complete album, it's bars. better than Rebel. Bar, yeah, bars, features, but Rebel has a better, like a better songs, like better standout cult classics. Mm-hmm. Rebel has big, his biggest songs. Rebel has bigger songs than this, but but rehab is but, more consistent. Yeah, more consistent, and the the biggest songs up here was background and just like you, right? Yeah. Yeah, forty deep ain't really stand up much. Like, what about God I is think enough? High was pretty big, cause High was a single. Yeah, but High, ugh. <clears throat> I ain't like High. It was just too cheesy to me. <laughs> Natalie Lauren is dope though. Her pen game is crazy. She write for Chris Brown and Iggy yeah, Azalea and all them. Yeah. Like she's doing her thing. But I ain't like High. Um, yeah, man. So that was rehab. Right. Was it Grammy then, nominated? Uh, uh, I think. It was. I think it was in the gospel was. section. I think it was in the gospel section. Okay. Okay. I think it was nominated, but I don't think it won. I think Gravity won, and then Anomaly won. Um, yeah. Man. So let's. A couple months later, he releases Rehab, the Overdose. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about this? I think it was cool. It was a good follow up. It was a lot of skippers to me, in my opinion. My favorite tracks up here were Battle Song. Mm-hmm. Strung out was hard. Um, chase that. Yeah, yeah, chase that. And it was one more. Blow your hot, blow your hot. I like blow your hot with Cannon. Yeah, that was hard. Blow your hot was dope. Blow your hot, the beat and everything. Um, again, that was a shot at somebody in the sex industry. I don't know. People Which one? High, I guess. Blow your high. Man, it Did was. It had song? the little Wayne lighter on the joint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Wayne lighter. <laughs> I'm like, bro, but. Strong Out was hard. I love the production of Strong Out. Yeah. That was a really good song. Um, yeah. I it was really, a follow-up, man. Uh, huh? It was Like I said, it was a good follow-up. It was decent. It was a decent follow-up. Okay, so um, the original Overdose stops at 11. Did you hear the deluxe, the deluxe tracks for Overdose? I didn't. You did? What were they? Hold on. What were they? Uh, Hallelujah, when they sampled the Thizzle joint. Wish it wasn't true. Yeah, yes, Finally yes, free, yes, I've heard that. Hope, and then the dubstep remix to Jesus music. Yeah, I, I heard them. Um, Hallelujah was the best record from them all. 
Yeah, definitely. That, that Jesus saved me, Hallelujah. When it, the trap joint, that was yeah. hard. I remember that record. We that we just Euro stepped over this swoop verse though on going in. I mean, swoop always stepped with a good verse. Um, yeah, he, as soon he stays as I get home, verse. my faith is Evans. Uh. Yeah, swoop. Yeah, swoop. Did swoop have wake up out at the time? I think wake up was about to come out. Nah, because Cray was telling people to um, check it out. I don't know what album that was around. Maybe it was around Rehab or after Rehab. But yeah, man, Swoop, Swoop put it in. Man, Swoop got word. We know that. Swoop got bars. So, I mean, I'm not going to say about that. Um, but it was cool. It was a cool follow-up. So, anything you want to say about the overdose, Rehab? The promo shots were cool, too. The videos and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool, man. So, yeah, it was cool. This is the first time, isn't this the first time that Reach started getting flack for like their direction um, on cover arts and stuff like that? Yeah, because people were saying it was three sixes well, on the front. Rehab and Overdose because they had the same logo. Um, yeah, they were saying those are three sixes on the front, the yellow thing. I'm like, <laughs> what? And Lecrae got a tat on his elbow. Um, so they was like, oh, what are you doing? This demonic. And they was like, you know that YouTube subscriber person got everything. Like, he has like a 10-minute video explaining their background cover, the songs. I'm like, bro, really? Like, people just reaching, though. Um, <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, wow. Yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, like, so I think, yeah. And the craze starts to become bigger, man. Craze starts to become bigger. At this point, he's the face of CHH. Undoubtedly. Yes, definitely. He's the face of Undoubtedly. CHH. He's the and... face of Christian. And then he takes his first step into the mainstream um, with Live and Let Live, a single with Static Selector. Do you remember this? Did you hear it? Yes, I do. Really? That's a really good song. Yeah, it was. It was really dope. That's a really good song. Um, Probably better than anything on the Rehab Overdose. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Not Rehab, but Rehab Overdose. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's better. That's a really good song. Um, Static Selector produced it. Um, It had a lot of online buzz. Um. Yeah. Was he on Sway the Morning at this time, or no? Was that Gravity? Uh, I don't think he got on Sway in the Morning yet. I think that he was, was around Gravity yet. when okay. he first got up there. Um, so let's let's hop to the next project, which, in my opinion, that I'm sure in yours is his best work, and this is Church Clothes, the original Church Clothes mixtape. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. His best work, undoubtedly, fire a really good project. Um, like I said, cult fans, the CHH fans will say Rebel is the best and it's classic, and I get that. But if you're talking from like a realistic point of view, sonically, content wise, and everything, Church Clothes is the best word. Um, yeah, APB, um, Don Cannon screaming Man, at every track, shoot, yeah, co- I mean. Yeah, Cosign was hard. Starting off with that. Um, everything special. I'm just running through the tracks. No regrets. Misconceptions. He got washed by the whole entire Humble Beast. But he had a great... <laughs> <laughs> the, and the whole label washed him. But Yo. no, but he had a great verse. He did have a great verse. So I can't really say they washed him. They just pre-rents. It pre-rents. was Odd Thomas, man. Odd Thomas. Odd Thomas. Had the best verse. Yo. But I still can't understand Propaganda's verse, which was good also. So Yeah. Long time coming. Swoop 8 on the ninth swoop. wonder beat. Swoop 8, man. Swoop kill Cray on that record. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Man. Um, Spaz is cool. Aged well. A great like anthem. Like, you were talking about anthems earlier. Yeah, this is Spaz definitely, one of his anthem is definitely an anthem. 
Rejects with Christian Gray. Bruh, like that. Yeah. Cold World. APB. Let's, let's start to let's start from the top. Let's go. Cosign. Produced by yeah. the Academy. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about it? It's a good intro. I loved it, man. Um his best intro to date when he's according to this chronology, according to this timeline. Like when he dropped this. At that point, it was his best intro. Um, mm-hmm. It was good, man. I loved it. Like, it was something fresh. It was something new. And I remember the buzz around church clothes when it dropped online. Everybody was tweeting. Like, everybody was ready for it. It was like a countdown or something, man. Bruh, and it dropped. And, the countdown yeah. to 1.16 p.m. or whatever day that was, it dropped. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> yeah, fam. That's when Twitter used to be popping, though. Like, 2000, what is it? 2012. 2012. 2012 Twitter. Yeah, it was way better than 2016 Twitter. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, man, it, we was waiting for it, and it was a really and, good moment, man. And this was right before he got on the BET uh, Hip Hop Awards, correct? Right before the Cypher, yeah, because I remember Don yeah. Cannon bringing it back. Because yeah. I remember dudes was like, yo, who this Lecrae nigga? Like, <laughs> yeah, but he had a dope verse in the Cypher. He did. Man. He said, what did he say? If you... Um, rose. Yeah, he said... He rolls like he rolls like Derek, no bull, trying to meet the Lord Kamala. I got pulled, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it was cool. He had a little bubble vest on. It was cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this project uh, back to cold side. It was a dope intro, man. What do you think about it? Yeah, hard intro, man. Like Don Cannon screaming. Yeah, <laughs> this was was this. We'll talk about this. We we'll talk. I'll, I'll bring that question up on the next time. The next time around, okay. the church close. Um, APB featuring Thizzle. Um, mm-hmm. Cray has the um, Watch the Throne reference in his verse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Church Clothes produced by Wit. Hard record. Hard. Man. I love that record. Man, Wit Chamberlain, man. I love that record. <laughs> that record is hard. Yeah, man. Um, some people have a pro. I've heard some people have problems with him addressing. Um, the church in this way for the world to see, quote unquote. Um, but how do you how do you feel about that? How did you feel about the the approach he took in writing this song? I loved it. I mean, but I get what people are saying. They're probably like, "Yo, you're with us, so you're just giving them more added fuel to the flame. Like you keep throwing dirt in the church, that just mm-hmm. adding to their perception of it. So chill, like do something different." But nah, he had to do it from because he had to do what was in his heart, and I don't knock them for doing it. So. I liked it. Like I love the song. Um, yeah, yeah. It was hard, man. Definitely cool. made a statement. Cold World featuring Tasha Couture was cool. Mm-hmm. Welcome to H Town. Um, this really is the remix because the original is on Hell's Paradise Two. If you have not heard Hell's Paradise Two, please go get Hell's Paradise Two. It's Dre Wait, Murray Dre and Wit. Yeah, you need to please. hear that. Um, That's an amazing, amazing piece of work. But yeah. Inspiration produced by Wit. Wit is really in the wheelhouse on, on this project. These Man. beats are hard. Wit, Inspiration Wit was is in my favorite bag. record on Church Clothes. You said which one? Oh yeah, yeah. I love that record. Yeah, Wit was in his bag. He was definitely in his bag, man. Like man. Then we have to rise. Produced by Ninth Wonder. That was cool. Nice, the, nice beat. Then we got Darkest Hour featuring No Malice. Eh, it was alright. <laughs> It was alright. Next song. Black Rose, hard beat, produced by yeah. Ty Shane. Yeah. These are two chains now, man. Yeah. The Price of yeah. Life featuring Andy Minio, <clears throat> C Light, and Cole Campbell. Dope record, dope record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. 
special. Um, this is the second attempt at a love record to his wife, um, and a better, you know, a better, huh? It reminds me of what's like an F every girl in the world, Cash Money. That oh, dan, dan, dan. Dad, bro, I didn't think even of the think beat about though. That. Yeah, I didn't even think about like that, that. You just said it. Uh, yeah, I was listening like, yo, this reminds me of Cash Money. I need a dark skin, long red bomb. <laughs> Open up a lid, like something like that. Yo, something what? like that. I don't know. Don't quote me. <laughs> you must have been listening to Jake's before you got on here, huh? True. Nah, <laughs> debatable. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, man, it definitely reminds me of that. So I'm like, hold on, this is reminiscent okay. of that. Dang, that kind of yeah. just messed that record up for me. But it was a step. You gonna still it was listen a, to it? Huh? You still gonna listen to it, man? Come on. I probably will. Um, you still gonna be in the third heaven to it? All right, next song. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets featured Natalie Lorraine, which amazing uh, record. Yeah, amazing. He put this on an Re- album, on the Re- um, next Re- album. Yeah, yeah. Give me a second. Produced by What Boy Wonder. It's okay. Horrible. Next. <laughs> Long time coming. Give me a second. Yeah. Bad hook. Bad hook on that song. Give me a second. I'm like, what? Long okay. time coming. <laughs> featuring Swoop. Produced by Knife Wonder. Don't Swoop beat. Eight. Swoop mm-hmm. eight. Cray was cool on it. Misconception. Cool. We, we already talked about this. Humble Beast came yeah. through kicking buildings over. Mm-hmm. Shout out to I Thomas Braille and Prop. Uh Spaz. Man, Cray held his own though. Huh? I said Cray held his own on uh, uh Misconception. Though, yeah, so he held his own. He definitely but stepped up just... the bars on that record. Yeah, man. He knew he had to. Um yeah. Spaz produced by Charlie Heat and Sarah J. Nice hard record. record. You love that record. Yeah, I yeah. love this record. And um yeah. I kinda did he perform he didn't perform this at uh the concert. No, he did. Did he? I he wish he would have. Yeah. Um Sacrifice with the sample from um the movie Ali. Cool. That record is hard. Yeah, man. Man. And then he yeah. ends it with Rejects featuring Christian Gray. Um mm-hmm. dope, dope. Dope ending record. Yeah, man. Um, it's on like they say I'm reckless with my message. I don't care though. Yeah, the snapbacks fitted and choir robes didn't. That, yeah. that hit a soft spot. I mean, we said that. But um, yeah, this man, was it's, uh, this yo, was his best project, front to back, production wise, bars, everything came together for this project. And yeah, he used the momentum to release this next project, Gravity. Yeah. How do you feel about um, Gravity? Gravity doesn't have much replay value, in my opinion. Um, it was Grammy Grammy uh, no- nominated. I think it's his biggest selling to date. I think. I believe so. Um, uh, maybe Anomaly. I, I think Anomaly is now. I think Anomaly okay. passed it up. But, Gravity and this uh, numbers. It was a nice moment. It was a well-executed it, nice it well moment. Just, I think Church Clothes came out in May, and this came out in September. So I think he mm-hmm. he just jumped and used the momentum and was like, "Yo, let's put something out now while while the, the iron's hot. Strike while the iron's hot." Um, okay. He had a lot of features from singers on this record. He had Ashton Jones, Novel, mm-hmm. Mathai, Jr., um, Rudy Currents, Molly Music. Tell the world is I still like that record. I still Natalie like Tell the world. Yeah, yeah. Natalie Lorraine. I really, You're I tell- really. I really like Total World hard. still. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, um, Violence had a hard beat. Mm-hmm. Mayday, Big Crit did damage. <laughs> yeah, that's this the best. That's the best record up here, in my opinion. Mayday, like all around. Yeah, Mayday. Yeah, I think that's the best record up here. Okay. Um, 
I love gravity though. I love gravity. Yeah. I love gravity. Man, that beat's kind of hard still. It's very hard. It's very hard. Um, and Jr. just be floating on these hooks, man. Yeah, J- he's always floating. Like, yeah, he's skating. Side he note: Shout skating. out to Courtney Orlando. We need a record ASAP because Brother Song is dope. So I need to hear a whole album. Fair. Yeah, Brother Song is very essential, man. I love that record. Um, yeah, Walk with Me was cool. Um, the hit, not the hit man. What's the name? The guys, uh, with Alex Medina and um, oh, the Watchmen. The Watchmen, yeah. With they, Alex was like Medina a, and Jr. were the Watchmen. Yeah, it and was then, a, um, a collective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more Fallen. from them too. That was dope. That was a dope. Yeah, moment. they had a good. Yeah, they had a good run, man. I don't know what happened. They had a good run, man. Because the production um, on this is a one. Yeah, the production is good up here. It's just it isn't much replay value in my opinion. The album itself, but yeah. the production is good. It's not his best album by far at all, but it's good. You know, it's it's good. Falling down is um, it's cool. Who do they got the best verse up there though? Which one? Falling down. Uh, I don't even remember these verses, man. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with Cray by default. Um, faking is on it. I'm gonna go with Swoop by default. <laughs> nah, I ain't by... like Swoop verse. Yeah, but I ain't like Swoop verse up there. That's what oh, I said. Okay. That. Yeah, this is uh, um faking. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't like this song. Um, violence confession. is hard, man. Yeah, violence is hard. Violence is definitely a good. That's like one of the anthem records. Confessions is cool, but I like the remix better. Yeah, it's cool. I can I can skip that on a good day. Yeah. Um, buttons. I like buttons. I do like buttons. Yeah, buttons was cool. How about power trip? Andy had the best verse. Andy eight. Andy had um, the shortest verse too, didn't he? Yeah, him and Show had the best verses, though, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. I think he had the best. Um, that DJ official pro- uh, produced this. It mm-hmm. was a good record. It was a good record. I haven't played it since like 2013, I think. But it's a good record. Yeah. Um, I know <laughs> was the lead single. It's cool. Yeah, I like I know. People the slept on I know. I know. Yeah, I know it was nice. Low have mercy, Tadashi. Uh. <laughs> Stop coming up, man, Tadashi. Yo, lucky ones. Lucky, lucky ones, ones is nice. Is cool. Tell the World, obviously, one of his best records to date. Um, no Regrets, that was in a prior project. Higher, no. That's like yeah. the B.O.B. That's a remix of B.O.B. and uh, Bruno Mars. Yeah, no. The beat. No yeah. for Higher, no for Fuego. I like KB versus Fuego. You be hating on KB. You got to stop Bruh. that. Like, mm. I ain't no, mm, he all right, man. Give him some flex. He's okay. I mean, stop giving him flex, sorry. He's okay. Yeah. But you like present day truth, but you can come at KB. Like, all right. Did you say um, present day truth? Yeah. I didn't say all that. <laughs> oh, okay, my bad. All right, I'm about to say, come on, man. All right. Well, I don't think I've spent much time on this next project. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Church closed to. Nah, uh, okay. Um, <sighs> this is. This was a. Uh, big sigh. Um, um, very underwhelming. I'm trying to find out what's good up here. Round of applause. Believe. Round of applause. The beat on Believe no. was okay. Hold on. My whole life changed. That record goes. Yo, yes. My whole life changed. Hard. That's the only. Listen, there's only three records. My whole life changed. Round of applause. Everybody graduated. That was a good moment. And it's another one. Believe. I believe it's Believe. I'm turned. Nah, I'm good. That mustard. What about nah. Let It Whip? Nah. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. 
Uh, Misconception Part 2, no. Yeah. Round of no. applause. My whole life changed. If I died tonight, was I? Right. What did you think about Was It Worth It? That was good. That, that was good. I like yeah, that. There was Mining, a solid about record. This. And I, I remember seeing a lot of people having issue with this um, just because it talked about the father, the issue of fatherlessness. Mm-hmm. And people didn't understand why they would put that out there. But a lot of their but, audience... Well, yeah, I wouldn't say a lot of their from, audience, though. but a lot of the yeah. audience that they want deals with fatherlessness. So you, you address that. Yeah, and I'll keep saying this. The quote-unquote reform community didn't understand that. So, like, what, what are you doing this for? He has a certain reason, obviously. He's reaching a certain demographic. Um, it was really dope. I love Derek Minus first up here, man. I'm yeah. Chris and Nicole, she does a good job on the hook. On birthdays um, and Christmas, it was you on my wish list. Yeah. Yeah, man. That was dope. So, yeah, my whole life changed. That's a, yo, that's the anthem. Like, when he dropped yeah, that, my whole life, bruh. man. Yes. Man, that's a really good record right there. He dropped that live. It's a Zuvi. Like, so, that's good. <laughs> Round of applause is good. And uh, the fever, no. Yeah, um, no. So, yeah. No, yeah, no, no. Touch Close 2 is probably his bottom two albums. Bottom three. <laughs> bottom three. This and his first two. No, no, no. This. No. Either way, it wasn't that great. It wasn't yeah. that great. So we, we're done with this, right? Yeah, um, we're done with it. Let's move on to his last album, the most yeah, recent man. one, Anomaly. Outsiders, how'd you think? How'd you feel about it? Well, first of all, let's talk about this album's production. Great production mm-hmm. throughout this album. Great man. Great, great production. production. He got S one up here. He got uh, yo, bro. When we pro. get to that record, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just geek out. Yeah, he got pro. He got S1 up here. He got, uh, I think it swooped in some additional production. Uh, I can't pronounce old boy's name. Cobra, the dude, the, uh, dude, the dude that does the strings. He got him up here from Reach, whatever. Um, Galvey's up here for nothing. He got a couple producers up here. Um, mm-hmm. Outsiders, you said what? No, I just said, mm-hmm. I'm listening. And this is Grammy nominated. Did this win? This won, uh, correct? I think it won in the gospel category. No, no, no. I don't. It didn't win. Gravity won, but this this was nominated. This I was believe, the, yeah, this is yeah, but this was nominated for gospel and for hip hop. Yeah, but it was like live performance. Um, all I need is you. That was nominated for um best rap performance or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was actually the lead one of the lead singles. Nothing. All I need you and say I won't was say I won't. Ugh. But um. <laughs> All I Need Is You was on a radio on Hot 97, you know, and that yeah. was like, that got a little radio buzz, and he was on Swing in the Morning. A lot of interviews came because of this album. Um, production is great, too. So Nothing was the first single, then All I Need Is You, and then Say I Won't, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so let's go through it, man. Um, Outsiders was cool. What do you think about it? It was cool. It's, it's cool. I don't have to hear it. Um, yeah. Most of the time, I end up skipping because the song right next to it is just amazing, and I love it. Mm-hmm. So, and I really wish, he should have started the album with that. I think let's go to it. Welcome to America. This should have started the album, in my opinion. This this track is nothing short of incredible. Like yeah. the production. Shout out to S One. Like, Yo, did you love, see his video about producing this record? Yeah, I seen it. Yeah, I seen it in the studio. Yeah, Bruh, he made yeah. the chants up. Like he's doing all of the chants and pitching them up or down. That's not and a that's sample. The, Those aren't samples. The na 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 na. That's yeah. not samples. He no, did no, that. No. Who's, uh, who's, yeah, that's, yeah, man. 
I love the narrative uh, Lecrae plays also. He plays someone in America, someone looking at America, someone trying to get back to America. Like, yeah. he plays a different, a lot of narratives inside the song um, mm-hmm. and talks about, you know, my granddaddy was a slave. I was born here. On this whole album, he addresses a lot of issues on dirty water, slavery, the community, and he's very bold in doing it, right? He's, yeah. <laughs> he, and I should have noted this earlier, but on Gravity, even on Rehab, that's when he starts to walk, not walk away, but shy away from the Christian rapper to the rapper that's Christian image, right? Mm-hmm. And on this album, he's clearly in rapper that's Christian mode, whereas on Rebel, he was Christian rapper mode. And that's when people whole thing come in. Oh, you're not the same. I don't hear Jesus in every line. What are you doing? I'm like, he's doing the same thing, but just doing it differently. Like, And mm-hmm. they catch a lot of flack for that and lost a lot of fans. I get it. But um, yeah, man. So, Welcome to America, definitely top two songs up here, man. Really yeah, good man. record. Shout out to S1. His son got a uh, his son produced. I wish the record wish up here. His son produced that actually. Um, Who S1 son? Yeah, S1 S1 son is an animal on production. Oh, look him nice. up. Yo, okay. Yo, he's an animal, bro. Didn't um, know that. Yeah, man. Um, so, and say I won't. No. It's uh, all right. Yeah. If I hear, it, I hear it. it. If I don't, I'm not mad that I didn't hear it. Yeah, I'm I'm good on that song. Um, Nothing. Samples. I good. got five on it from the loonies. Yeah, yeah. Um, really good record, man. He's saying a lot of stuff, man. He's addressing a lot of issues in our community as a whole in society. You know, uh, little homie regurgitating the lyrics and talking to different rappers and talking to society and talking mm-hmm. about it to a girl and we still, you know, something like you know, twelve years of slaving and how we as a community, whether it's black, whether it's a general population, he just a lot of issues up here, man. And he talks about basically people on the radio they ain't talking about nothing. Like y'all ain't talking about nothing, whatever. You need to talk mm-hmm. to these kids about something different. And people have the issues with that, but I like the record. Mm-hmm. Um, it served its so purpose. Was it, it made a statement. It got his his voice heard. Yeah, I like that, man. That was the first single. Okay. Um, Fear. This is another is great really record. Good. This is a This great aged really record. well. I didn't, I didn't like this at first. Like It got really? way better with time. I didn't like it, no. It got you way better like with time. First? I did not oh, like it bro, at first. Bro, when that beat dropped. Mm. I know, but... I, I don't know what the lady was saying in the beginning. I'm like, what is this? The strings are scaring me. Like, he, he don't even know what she's saying. Like, but, um, yeah, I think this record really aged well, man. This mm-hmm. album itself, though. Like, I can go back. I think this and Church Codes and Rebel, top three, like, replayable albums from him, man. Like, I wait, really... Wait till go... we get there, man. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying it generally. But, um... Yeah, man, Fear is really good. I love the verses. Yeah. How he talks and goes in it slow, then he comes hard. Like, my nightmares have a nightmares and all that. And, and a whole, yeah, I'm, I ain't never scared. I'm scared. I'm lying. Yeah. Yeah. He's spitting up him, man. He's, he, and you can tell, if you look at the progression of his bars and his lyrical, you know, um, pen game, whatever, it gets better with these albums. Mm-hmm. And this, this album, listen to this, then listen to his first album. Listen to this and listen to Rebel. Like, there's a step up. And bars and content and everything else and delivery, um, and this is where mainstream starts to pay attention, you know. Yeah. To all that needs to do, we're gonna talk about later. But um, yeah, nothing is cool. Nothing. I mean, sorry, fear is uh, cool. All right, anomaly. This is cool. I'm not. I like this man. I I'm like not this. Overly excited to hear this record at any point. I just love the instrumentation, the whole cinematic feel, and how he's talking up there. My outcast, but not like I like that man. I like it. Yeah, if um, I like if I'm playing the record and it comes on, I don't stop it, but I'm not rushing to hear this either. Right. Timepiece um, though. Yeah. Timepiece yeah, is this, hard. 
Yeah, that's Knox Live. We, we heard this live. Yeah, this. Yeah. This is the next track in Knox Live. Um, Timepiece is really good, man. Uh, Dirty Water. Hard, hard. This record. does good. Yeah, very repetitive type track. Pro produced this, Derek Minor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's very good live, though, man. He talks about, you know, slavery and different issues in the black community and all that. And it, it, ain't, it ain't go over too well with a lot of his fans. <laughs> we know why. Of course um, not. So, but it, it's a very good record, man. Wish. Wish S1's, is cool. uh, Yeah, Wish is good. I like it. His son produces S1, man. Really good record. Mm-hmm. Runners is horrible. We don't, horrible. This doesn't exist. Horrible. This does not exist. It's one of the worst exist. albums. One, not albums. One of the worst songs he ever made. I ain't going Like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, don't do it. Next. Don't next do song. it. No. Stop it. All I Need, All I need is, is You. Hey, one of his Man. best records. <laughs> one of his best records today. Um, the worst records follow by the best record. Um, one of the best records. Um, this is on Hot 97. You got to have a good little run. They play sometimes in the morning. I like this record, man. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Um, very given summertime, springtime, summertime. Love very. Record. Yes. Say about, you can sing it to your chick, whatever. You know what I mean? And I don't got one down, but you can sing it to whoever you're going to sing it to. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, man. It, it's, it's all good, man. Uh, given. I like Given. Give it was cool. Good, Bag and Ugly. That was cool, too. Yeah. he He talked about some real hard stuff on this record. Um, yeah, man. And some people appreciate it. Some people don't. But, you know, if that wasn't That's your sweet. experience, it may be hard for you to mm-hmm. grasp um, someone talking about when they were molested as a child. Or, you know, the hard things that come in life. Um, or the easy ways. I won't even say the easy ways out. But, you know, the decisions that some people make when pressure is on them. Um, if you haven't been in those particular situations, um, who's to say you you wouldn't make the same decision if you were? Um, yeah, man, it, it was a good record, man, really good record. Uh, I bumped it this morning. Um, or yeah, uh, broken. broken. It's all Carrie right. Carrie Joe, I love this man. You bugging? I, I used to have a crush on Carrie Joe too. She got married with us, so I let that go. But uh, I used to love her, man. But yeah, man, really good record. Where, the last record doesn't exist. Um, yeah, there that, is no last. That's record. horrible. Calling on him. I hate that song. Like, <laughs> it's not good at all. But overall, this is a good album. It is. It's a good album. I think it aged well. Mm-hmm. It has some replay value. Um, yeah. It's not his best work, There's in my opinion. At least but five songs on here that, like, I think will hold up in his canon. Like, if we yeah. were to make, we might. Maybe we should do that. You want to do that? What's that? You want to make a, a best of Lecrae uh, playlist? I mean, it's going to be about. We can. We can. All right. We can. So, yeah, there's this probably like five records on here that will make a best of Lecrae. Exactly. Like, this will probably take up one fourth of the whole playlist. Probably a third. <laughs> Stupid, man. All right. <laughs> so. Overall, I like this Anomaly album. Um, mm-hmm. Lecrae is now dropping a book. I don't know about music. He might be dropping music this year. But yeah, man. I mean, these are a string of his albums. And you can see the progression if you follow with us. You know. And um, yeah, man. So let's, in your opinion, Tony, and mm-hmm. mine's also, like, what are your top three Lecrae albums? Or you can just rank them all. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to rank them all. Number one. I'll start from... I don't remember how many albums there are, so I'll start from number one. Number one would be Church Clothes, one. Mm-hmm. Um, 
The second best project would be Anomaly. The mm-hmm. third best project would be Rehab. The fourth would mm. be Rebel. Then Rehab the Overdose. Then I'll go with Gravity. After the music stops, real talk, and then church close too. That's crazy because I, I say exactly. <laughs> Yo, I got church close first, then um, anomaly, rehab, rebel. Well, I can rehab, rebel. Yeah, I, I don't really count the overdose, but you can, I guess. Rehab, rebel, uh, gravity. After the music stops, church close to Den Real Talk because, yeah, that's the only difference the last two. But yeah, man, Cray is, like I said, I think Andy is the face of CHH now, but Cray undoubtedly, like, if he sells something, he's going to, if he drops something, he's going to sell the most, obviously. But I think um, Cray's focus on reaching I the main. I think it's hard, I think it's hard to say that Andy is the face of CHH when he's on the same label as Lecrae, and Lecrae is, like, quadrupling sales. Yeah, but what I mean by that is like, like, but because I mean, Cray said he ain't trying to build CHH, he ain't CHH yeah, no more. That's what <laughs> <laughs> I mean. He says that, but obviously, he still is like Cray's focus is on as well as with reach as a whole, right? His focus is on the mainstream and reaching those outside, whatever the church, whatever. And that's what Cray's doing. Like, he's doing stuff out there now. He doesn't have really concern about he's getting in debates with Rapzilla online. He doesn't really care, <laughs> right? So <laughs> Cray's focus is elsewhere, but he's still. Cares about the community. I think he cares about CHH kid. Well, you say he ain't trying to build it. So since then, Andy, you know, he's a crowd favorite now. Like after Cray is Andy, obviously, because if Cray drops today, he's going to sell more. He's going to get more reception. I get that. But I think Andy low key is like that, the guy, the new face. Cray is the face still, but it's like, it's like you know, it's like it's kind of weird. It's a weird space. Um, I get you. Like kind of how like the face of hip hop right now would be Drake. But if Jay-Z drops, he's probably selling just as much, if not more. Right? Yeah. Like, Jay and Kanye at the time. Jay is Jay. But when Kanye was out, it was like, all right. But, you know, Jay is Jay. You okay. know what I mean? like, you ain't. So, but Andy, you know. But, um, but yeah, man, Cray is, is, is dope. I like Cray as an MC. He's not my favorite. Um, He's not somebody I run to, you know, to a show. He's going to be there. But I buy his albums. Like, I support him. I like him. Like, I like Cray's music. And I definitely yeah. want to be his roadie, man. So, if you listen, stop playing. Like, I mean, um. Oh yeah, man, that was a dope discography for the most part. The latter, his latter albums were much better than his. Uh, except for Church Close Two. Yeah, except for Church Close Two, man. Yeah, that's the only. That's like the dark. Yeah, that one isn't good at all. We, if you're gonna listen to his albums, if someone had to listen to Lecrae the first time, what album, album would you uh, recommend? See, if someone's church, listening, never heard of Church Close One or Anomaly. And right. I think I want to lean with Anomaly because Anomaly is better mixed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Church Closed 1, while great, is not mixed as well. And they're going to have to deal with Don Cannon. So I'll go with Anomaly. <laughs> same, Yo, same what's, your, what's your favorite Don Cannon quote from the Church Closed series? Left, right, left, jab, left, <laughs> that one. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm he does this anyway, square. but like... He said a little back bit of training <laughs> and the ratings go right back up. <laughs> I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? He's talking like, about fight night, fam. I mean, I know what he's, obviously I know what he's talking about, but it's like, bro. Like, but, I um, know. But yeah, Craig's dope, man. He's leading. Craig got that money. Craig got the influence and he's definitely doing the work, man. A lot of people think he, you know, left the favor. I doubt it. But how they talking? What are you doing, man? You ain't the same. 
you know, he just said he ain't scared no more, man. He got a song called Fair for All You Haters, man. So, Craig doing his thing. I salute the man, you know. And, um, yeah, man, you'll hear, uh, if he drops an album this year, you'll hear us talk about it, you know, and whether it's for the good or bad. So, man, that was discography. If you haven't heard of him, check him out. If you did hear of him, you liked our review, get with us. If you like, if you didn't like something we said, hit us up. If you like something we said, hit us up, man. If you disagree with our order and his best album and whatever, hit us up, man. If you the kid Jop and you want to shoot the fan one, hit me up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Jop, if you listening, what up? Nah, but seriously, man. And you can um, tweet us at the no, two two tones, the number two, T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. You can tweet us there um, and give us all your feedback. Whether you like, agree, disagree, you're indifferent, we want to hear that too. Um, yeah. yeah, man, we welcome all critique, all of it, man. So we appreciate y'all and, listening, man. And definitely subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes Please. as well. Uh, Please, y'all. We appreciate Please, all man. of you guys. We're family, man. We only call it fans. We definitely got family here, man. Um, so we appreciate it. We got more things coming this year. And just y'all kick with us, man. Another episode of Two Tones. We out, bitch. Peace.